Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to El Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast by a Liam and a Willie. If you've got no money, honey, we got your disease. Hell no. Hell no. I call Liam. No, no take backs. <laughs> uh, neither one is good. No. I mean, after the rest of the podcast, I can't even pretend to do an Irish accent. <laughs> Jolly old Ireland is coming back for this episode. And David Boreanaz has worked on his accent, but it's still funny. Because it's just never not silly. Oh, it's yeah. never not silly. Oh, and he's boy. got them wigs. Oh, That's my first wigs. note. This is season five of Angel, episode eight. Destiny. Destiny. Original air date, November 19th, 2003. The wigs, cautionary wigs, tale wigs, wigs, of wigs, wigs, Numero Cinco wigs, wigs. was like pretty evocative. I know what that is. Life of the party, I'm even like, okay, yeah, I'm on yeah. board. Sure, sure, sure. Destiny and lineage, I'm like, honestly, I'm surprised that neither Buffy nor Angel has used the word destiny as an episode title before. before. this? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did drop the word destiny <laughs> multiple times yeah. in this episode. And honestly, like, as far as something called Destiny goes, it could be a lot worse. It's true, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's just not very evocative of a, as a episode title. Get it done. Get what? <laughs> they sure get it done. Oh, boy, in they this episode. do. Michaela, what's this episode about? Wigs. <laughs> You came away from it primarily with the theme of wigs. <laughs> I came away from it with a very fun theme, which is that Angel and Spike are not, in fact, dark reflections of each other. <laughs> what? It, it's sort of the end of the episode where Spike's, and I'd say it's uh, running through the entire thing. Spike is like, you, he literally drops, I think, dark reflection as a phrase in here. I'm trying to see your own reflection. Because every time you look at me, you see all the dirty little things I've done. All the lives I've taken. Because of you. There, something like that. And he goes, yeah. hello, hello, hello. <laughs> you think you're just a dark reflection of me or some such, but that's not true, is it? I'm a different person, ain't I? <laughs> is that, isn't that the show just gaslighting us? And being like, they're not the same. Yeah, it's also doing a, a fairly good job of pointing out the actual differences between these characters, though. Because they are different. They are they different. They do have so differences. Yeah, they're, they are dark reflections <laughs> of each other, absolutely. But I think it does a very good job of illustrating the differences between Spike and Angel, yeah. or Willie and Liam. <laughs> and, and it does those, it, like, it tells the story and it makes us see how that power dynamic works, who these people are, and why they feel the way they do about each other and it does a great job yeah. at all of that the thing that i was i think most enjoying while i was watching the episode was that angel's the bad guy oh yeah and like i mean angelus is terrible and is much worse than spike ever was and like that's consistent with what we saw on buffy but you're rooting for spike yeah because <laughs> you're like fuck angel like <laughs> well, and spike's got some good points he's got some he's great been points. making them since he arrived uh -huh. here but it's a lot of like i sacrificed myself in an apocalypse and now I've got to do it again? And what do you have to do? You just got handed the keys to this fucking law firm. Yeah. And, you know, Spike's intentions when he went and asked for a soul weren't as pure as he's making them out to be. No, for sure. No, definitely not. But, like, the point still stands that as a vampire without a soul, he went and got one. Yeah. And, yeah, as we know, 
Angels was forced upon him, and then he moped about it forever. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really neat thing to see Angel as the bad guy, yeah. but still a lot of it is from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good times, good times. All right. Okay. Now, Michaela, this episode is very exciting because I actually remembered what you told me. Oh, at least shit. partially. Because my first note is something about Spike not being a ghost anymore. Oh. And I have to say, I know that you like to be careful about spoilers. Yeah. But that's like the first minute and a half of this episode. Right, but I don't remember and that going in. And that's exactly. the problem. Yeah. Is I don't know what level of spoiler. Yeah, if I'm like, okay, in three minutes he's going to find this out, that's not a spoiler. Exactly. But like, there was one time that I did tell you basically the end of a Buffy, Buffy episode because I'm like, oh, the wiki makes it sound like <laughs> sound like this happens like, I don't know. Five a minutes third in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. fine. Incorrect. Yeah. No, I get where you're coming from and I'm much more forgiving of it now that you don't know with I, like I have a lot encyclopedic less, yeah, knowledge information. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so this, this episode starts it's 1880. Everyone's wearing a lot of wigs, but at least one person looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Drusilla. Juliet Landau's back. <laughs> She's looking fan-fucking-tastic, <laughs> as always. I think that Spike and Drew are being a couple little cuties here. Oh, you know? they, oh they're so adorable. <laughs> They've killed some people and taken over their mansion. <laughs> so nice. Oh, I guess this is actually, sorry, just after William has been turned. Yeah. And Drusilla's like, hey, come back to my place. Yeah. And, you know, we, we killed some ambassadors and now live in it. Isn't it nice? It yeah. is nice. Yeah. And <laughs> she keeps calling him Willie and he doesn't like this. It's a very Drusilla thing to do. There was one moment where she calls him that and he's like, William. And she just looks so <laughs> deflated and she mouths <laughs> William <laughs> as if to try to, like, get herself to do it. Yeah. She doesn't want to. No, definitely not. Uh. She's delightful and crazy. But she's not the only person here, and the other people might not look so good, like a backlit Angelus, you know? <laughs> Just a hint of wig. Oh, man. Is my picture. Yeah. Because he's lurking at the door, which, you know, that's his whole thing. And there's like a light kind of behind him, and you can see the wig. <laughs> it's all you can see. The rest of him is in shadow, and you're like... It's just as bad as it always was. And then, yep, it is. And he's still Irish. He's so Irish. Very Irish. Darla has been called away by the master on some unknown purpose, so she won't be showing up this episode. Sad face. I mean, I like the master drop, and yeah. obviously they were like, okay, we can't get her. <laughs> and it would be a lot to also put Darla in this, yeah. because it's really about what's Three going characters. on between, yeah, <laughs> Drusilla, Angel, and Spike. Yep. So <laughs> yep. just putting Darla in the mix doesn't really help. The number of characters they managed to write out of this episode in about one line is <laughs> prodigious. Yeah, it's pretty great. Darla gets it here. We'll see what happens mm, later. We will Angel see. Angel seems initially pretty spookily psyched to have another guy around. So, he's like very spooky at first and then he's like, no, just playing. I, oh, I, I don't know what's, I what's do Irish. Irish. I can't do Irish. I don't want to try. I'm too afraid. Jolly old Ireland. <laughs> Oh, it's nice to see another chap around, isn't it? <laughs> right. He spends a lot of his time with a crazy woman and a less crazy, but also still woman woman. <laughs> so, I mean, he wants a bro, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so they have like this bro off where they like stick their hands in the sunlight. And it's like, there's a lot of subtext about how they're going to fuck later. But, you know, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> 
Not canonically. Not canonically. Back in the here and now, <laughs> Spike and Angel are having a bit of a tiff. They are arguing all through the office of Wolfram and Hart, and we get to see Spike gratuitously pass through a pole so that we are reminded that He's he is a, a ghost. He's a ghost. Yeah. He wants an office, which is hilarious. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, he's trapped here. Of course he wants an office. He should have a nice space that's just his just and no one can come and bug him yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, Angel's obviously not at all excited about that idea, so that's never going to happen. We get our second character written out of the episode <laughs> in as many minutes. It's just like, yeah. It's rapid fire. Rapid fire. Because Angel's like, ever since Wes left because he... Thought he shot his dad. I've had to deal with you, Spike. <laughs> now, would you like to hear why Alexis Stanisoff is not in this episode? If you say the name Rutherford Cirque, I'm a <laughs> lean over this table. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, it's a scary moment, listeners. No, it's because he was getting married to Allison <gasps> Hannigan. Delightful! Isn't it nice? That's so nice. Doesn't it also imply that no one on this show was invited to that wedding? <laughs> uh, as a groom i could see him having more to do because this is like their job they could still that's go true. to that show Aft- afterwards or go to the, the wedding, the wedding? Yeah. yeah okay that's good he's just got less time you know he's yeah so married. he's like guys like i need to go and do some shit to get married and they're like all right that's or fine maybe honeymoon even we'll just we'll just say that you shot your dad and you're sad so exactly you're yeah. not here yeah. Yeah. sad dad sad dad <laughs> Spike has gotten some mail oh. from a ridiculously dressed Harmony. It's oh. the, sorry, the hair is really tragic. The hair tragic. is wacky. It's awful. I don't know what they were thinking. Like, she has Barbie hair, kind of. Uh, it's all just piled up atop the head. But like, only part of it at the back, and then it's like sort of fluffy? It's all, oh, it's weird. It's very bad. So the rest of it's fine. I mean, sure. I've called it, it is a nice skirt. <laughs> It's, it's so it's nice yeah and spike will later comment on yeah, that as well that's fine it also reads as a subtle dig against harmony saying at least the skirt is nice you know <laughs> she's also got some very dark eye makeup happening which i don't mm. think my picture really captures but i was very just like taken aback by how much dark oh yeah the eye was makeup like, is crazy just so much of it around her eyes so much so spike has mail it is pretty neat it's an empty box that yeah. flashes and turns him real again. Oh boy. He's a real He's a boy. real boy. I have to say, they need to stop opening mail from <sighs> random people. Like, who's sending Spike mail? Isn't that really suspicious? All right. So <laughs> let's talk about this right now. Okay. Spike opens, Harmony opens this piece of mail for Spike. Yeah. Boom. Flash. Spike is a real boy again. All the phones start going crazy. People around the office start going so crazy. So crazy. There's Super a lot of crazy. craziness happening. They at no point look at the like box that he got no. to examine it to look at what it was where it might have come from and then you're thinking or if you're me at least you're thinking okay well i know that eve actually sent this box mm-hmm. right we'll find out at the end of the episode that eve's evil Ugh, don't care god right they try to so hard to make us care this episode oh and i'm like well why aren't they you know screening their mail why is wolfram and hart not like you know magically analyzing this why are they why do they yeah. not have wards up and i'm like oh they do they do it's just it's an inside job that's what makes sense and then i'm like well then it's really easy to tell that this was an inside job right so yeah. there's like a couple leaps of logic that is not difficult to make but i doubt the characters will make them any. Yeah. 
anytime yeah. soon. Or if they do, it's going to take a little while. These are logic leaps that Wes, I mean, Fred, and at this point, Gunn should all be very capable of. Yeah. They're all thinkers. We're surrounded by pe smart people. Thinky, thinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those are not difficult leaps to make when you're trying to figure out why this very catastrophic thing is happening. And yeah, where this fucking package came from. Right? The package that went opened, everything starts going wrong. Yeah. And like people know it's tied to that package in yeah. some way. Yeah. yeah. Although honestly, it takes them like a oh, really horrible amount of time although at that point it's because angel's the only one with all the information to tie it together and he's like wait a minute oh i guess <laughs> might have been something about that box <laughs> is that what he's like yeah yeah it's, it's exactly that oh my god it's like he's here db in the room <laughs> so spike has some very fun stuff as he's now a real boy he grabs angel's blood drinking it and commenting on the otter? fact that there's otter in there <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great, great throwback. I like that he has this affection for gun. <laughs> but he seems to have gotten, I mean, over the past like seven episodes yeah. and that he's like, yeah, I want to hug you now that I'm corporeal. Like later he wants to go grab drinks with him. Yeah. It's calling him Charlie Boy. Right. They're bros. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> well, I mean, last episode it was that uh, Spike punched the guy who was oh, strangling true. gun. So oh. after that, you know, and... That's so nice. even been led up to, I'm sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's all good. Anyway, Spike then comments on how nice Harmony's skirt is. Well, he initially just kisses her. <laughs> right. And she's like, I want nothing to do with this. There's no way I'm having sex with you. And he's just like, your skirt's really pretty. <laughs> and he like gives her a look. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <You're> <laughs> fantastic. So it's great. At the same time, you're kind of like... This way doesn't respect you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Harmony has lucid moments, but yeah. doesn't keep it together no. around Blondie Bear. No, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's been happening forever. No, I know. <laughs> and like, she's also evil. So yeah. yeah Why all... not just go have vampire sex? It's going to be great. And like, that's great. great. Yeah. It's just I know she's going to be sad about it later, probably. Yeah. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> His charms. <laughs> Don't fall for them. <laughs> but she already has the fool. The fool. Back in the oldie times, Angel and Spike are in a carriage. They've just burst into a wedding, killed Aww. the bride. Partially, partially, maimed. yeah. She's like she's woozy, and they've clearly fed off her, but she is alive. Yeah, still the groom angel ripped off his arm and beat him to death with it, <laughs> which pr sounds pretty fun. That's Japes, honestly, yeah. it's Japes. Yeah, and yeah, Spike's really got this like hero worship thing mm. going, being like, "Oh, you're such a monster and that cool stuff you did." And Angel's like, "Oh, yeah, you know me, not a big deal." And then Spike's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go hang out with Drew. She said she'd be, you know, hunting around the East End for some orphans or whatever." Yeah, so you know, I think she misses me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no big deal. She's, I think she's my destiny or whatever, you know. Yeah, and um, Angel's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, you do you. You go." Go do that. Uh, but it's pretty obvious that he's not impressed by this. Mm, no. Mm. It's uh, this whole other male coming into the equation and he's got to prove that he's the alpha. Yeah. I mean, he wanted a bro. <laughs> and like Spike's not really acting like a bro right now. He's putting his hoe before his bro, you might say. Oh, that's not what you should do. No, it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong order entirely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back in present day, Spike and Harmony are wandering around and I'm like, where are they going to go 
go have sex. It's like, oh, of course. The first office that they pass. Right. Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot of sense. So they kick a guy out of his own office, which is a lot of fun. It is fun. I love that the guy's like, you you can't do anything to be ghost. And Spike <laughs> is no longer a ghost. No. So he can certainly throw this man out of his office. Man, I mean, Spike finds out that he's not a ghost by running smack into oh, a door. Very funny stuff. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, kicks the guy out, and that guy's day goes from bad to worse. So much worse. So much worse. Like, he's dead now worse because one of his office mates has gone crazy and beats him to death with a fire extinguisher. Like, he just wanted to go find someone to complain to, but the fact that he got thrown out of his office for all this vampire sex, and his buddy's really pissed that, like, the copier's out of toner, takes it out on the first person that he sees. <laughs> uh oh Yeah, so that's not good. Man. And he's got, like, creepy blood coming from his eyes oh yeah thankfully this madness manifests in a very (laughs) obvious way that's true it's very helpful with like blood coming out of the eyes Mm -hmm. in the exact same way for everyone it's very very helpful yeah you can tell by just looking at someone when we cut back to this scene after the guy has been removed and there's just toner (laughs) smeared onto (laughs) the wall in blood so the word toner is written out so good yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i'm here for (laughs) yeah that's what's up. Now, I know I say this every week. Mm-hmm. I say, look what Lauren's wearing. <laughs> it's the best thing he's ever worn. It's my favorite, yeah. I, he's never gonna, it's never gonna top it. And yet, then, the next week, something else happens, and I'm like, oh, this one! <laughs> <laughs> this is the one! It's like tie-dye button-up shirt. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. He's got his purple jacket, and I yeah, love it. the purple with the green skin works very well. well. And there's like... The mix of colors on the shirt mm-hmm. complements the jacket and his skin, but goes together. And he's got a super long scarf on really again. brings out the red in his eyes, mouth, and horns. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's funny. Last week, I think we were talking about, or recently, who knows, uh, how he usually has, like, high-necked things. Yes. And, yeah, he's got that, I mean, deep V for Lorne, not yeah. for Angel. It's a normal V, I guess. And, yeah, they've had to make up him much further down than they normally would. Yes. Yeah. Now, Lorne is the third ep- third character to be written out of this episode pretty quickly. Yeah. He has a quick line about how he'll go barricade himself in his office, if that's okay. Hey, say, fearless leader, uh, if you don't mind, what do you say I, uh, I nurse this bump with an ice pack while I barricade myself in my office, huh? Yeah. And, Michaela, this was not the last straw for me. I'm not quitting the podcast wow. or anything. <laughs> This was the thing that made me go, fuck it, we're far enough in Angel, in Buffy, I'm doing some research. Okay. I am taking the initiative, why the fuck is Lorne not in this show? Mm-hmm. Why is he in a snippet of every episode? It's a great question. And they're not keeping him around long enough after he's done his makeup yeah. to like actually make it worthwhile. To do anything. Right. Yeah. Didn't find anything. Oh. Yep. Yeah, he, this, sorry. Andy Hallett is the actor. He wasn't a professional actor, really, before Angel. Okay. He was the personal assistant of Joss's wife, I think. Interesting. Yeah. That's fun. She saw him sing Mm. at a club, and she was like, that guy. Yeah. And yeah, turns out he was great. Absolutely. We love him. He was an extra in Hush. Oh, uncredited that's neat. and he's got a fairly distinctive face so i'd love to actually go back and, and see if i can find, find him, him. Yeah. yeah andy hallett died at 33 he did which is very it's sad very sad of heart failure and just like i'm trying to find i was like okay is is that why he wasn't in this much like no 
his health problems started basically after show yeah. yeah after angel he didn't have any other acting conflicts maybe it was failing health at this point honestly maybe so and like it just wasn't um publicized yeah yeah his call time was two and a half hours before other oh people God. to get these prosthetics on well, it's a for lot his, his hands yeah. his face and his neck so they they get him for two and a half hours. They do this. And they do this. Yeah. One line where he is sitting down mopping his brow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. The whole thing made me very sad. And I don't yeah. have something to lift us up, really. Oh, man. So I knew that he had passed away uh, some years ago. But I was going to just wait till the end, talk about it. Because I knew it would be kind of a downer. It's very much a downer. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't realize that he was only 33. That is crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's so funny. Show. I know. I just want more of him. And like, like we said, he's just bringing something so different. Yeah. From everyone else, and like, that's what you need. You need characters that are bringing a different energy or different perspective. That's what's interesting. Mm-hmm. So we've got some stuff with Eve. She makes a sick Music Man reference. She sure does. When she says that they've got trouble with capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for prophecy. And you're just like, so I love this reference. I kind of hate that Eve's making it. Yeah. Because everything that she says, I'm trying to tune out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Anyway, talking about prophecy, like Sean Shu, everyone's talking about how like, oh, maybe this prophecy isn't about Angel like we've all apparently assumed it was, even though Spike basically fulfilled it already. Well... <laughs> People, everyone else has spent four years assuming yeah. that this is prophecies about Angel. And so they've internalized that idea mm-hmm. that like, it's not about a vampire with a soul. It's about Angel. Yeah. But it's not specifically about Angel, which is basically what this episode is about. <laughs> Eve says at one point during this, when asked whether she thinks that the prophecy is about Angel or Spike, that she doesn't think. And I'm like, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Uh, it makes a lot of sense, honestly. <laughs> I just, uh, my only note about this speech that she's giving is fuck off, Eve. She's the worst. She's the worst. She just brings nothing, nothing to it. Yeah. <sighs> Thumbs down. Thumbs down Birds for up. Eve. Yeah, so uh, things are bad. Uh, Gun's like, I'm gonna go check, check upstairs, you know, mm-hmm. see the big cat. Maybe he's got something to tell us. Turns out that, uh, no. 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 <laughs> I really like Gun's report that there is, instead of the white room, a howling abyss. Yeah. And it howls. It's and it howls real sound. loud. Yeah. He doesn't like the sound. No, it's a bad howling. sound. <laughs> like, he, he's, he does not recommend it. Yeah. He's just so, so shell shocked. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, Gun's here trying to solve problems. He's mm. like, hey, I have this cool conduit, dude. I'm going to go see what he knows. He's got more information than stupid Eve, who just keeps saying, I only know what the senior partners tell me. blah de blah blah So Eve's saying that because there are two possible recipients of the Shanshu prophecy, the universe is tearing itself apart. And the entire episode, I'm like, that's not how prophecies work. No. Why would that be how prophecies work? That's dumb. Well, and like, all of that's a load of shit, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. And so it's great at the end when you're like, oh, it's all a load of shit. Okay, I actually feel a lot better. And the two experts that they have on yeah. staff telling them this are her and Rutherford Cirque. Who are in cahoots. They're in cahoots. Cahoots. Ah! <laughs> so. Welcome to cahoots population two. <laughs> so when Rutherford Cirque showed up. Oh my God. I had some questions for you. Okay. The first one was. Did you actually recognize him before they called him Cirque? <laughs> I was certain that this man was 
a person called Rutherford, probably, who Michaela <laughs> definitely told me about and we talked about recently on the pod. Yeah. So I've called my picture the PowerPoint was worth it. Part, part one. one. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Right. And so initially when this guy was here, I'm like, okay, maybe this makes sense. You know, Wes isn't here because he's off getting married in real life. Uh-huh. And so like, this is why they waited eight episodes to bring this guy back. But no, no. he's in cahoots. They meant for this to happen. <laughs> Did they? Because <laughs> it only really works when Wes isn't here. Yeah. Because what's his role? It's a sassier Wesley. Yeah. He's like also able to read the fancy books and be like, oh, you think you read The Prophecy? You didn't read The Prophecy? <laughs> Such <laughs> eyes as yours would not be worthy of reading The Prophecy. You simply read a translation. A translation. <laughs> right. So coming from Wes, it would have just been like the much grittier version of that. And he wouldn't have lied to them. Right. Because all the stuff he says is, again, a load of crap. Right. And while Cuts. he was, was he expositing, I was like, this is all so oddly specific yeah. and no one's worried about it being really oddly specific. And he's like, oh, you know, it's a translation. It's difficult to get right. And I'm like, there's a lot of information that you have just translated into English as you read it. Specific information about <laughs> anyway. like exactly what's going on. Cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, they're in cahoots, which honestly is great because otherwise I'm just pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Something about a spooky cup, the Shanshu prophecy has to drink from it. And then something, something apocalypse is what I got from this. The cup of perpetual torment. Great name. Yeah. Love it's it. really good stuff. Yeah. I love things of <laughs> perpetual uh-huh. torment. So over the top. Yeah. And Angel's like, well, it sounds like my life already. <laughs> Guess that cup's for me. I'm a tortured soul. <laughs> All right. I suppose, Spike, we should be on Where'd He Go? <laughs> and Spike. Spike's like, All right, all right. I stole his car. <laughs> Stole the comfy viper. They uh, both have cell phones. They're making good use of cell phones. They are. As like Angel is chasing Spike in <laughs> a car. A little cell phone fight. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm. What's the word? <laughs> breaking up <laughs> oh good god what does he call him a ponce yeah and like angel's so mad but he can't do anything about it he's driving as fast as he can probably in the angel mobile right uh, <laughs> the next scene i have titled "Ugh, eve talks to gun Right. And I just am like, why are we having so many conversations about what Eve is hiding? Like, so many. We've had many before. And then Gunn's like, I know you're up to something. Yeah. And then later he's like, I know you're up to something! Because he gets all mad. He does, yeah. I mean, this is my point of view. Is she a cyborg ninja? I wish. Then why do I care? Right. (laughs) These are great points. They, they've raised the bar to here, mm. and then Eve's coming in down here. Yeah, I mean, she could be a cyborg ninja with a glamour, or... Or she's, she's just really boring. She's just a boring person who's in some cahoots. I mean, a couple cahoots, couple to cahoots. be fair. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I don't care about those cahoots, though. Yeah. Spike and Angel arrive at Columns, the abandoned opera house out in Nevada. I love how beautifully close this is, and the, just like the triteness of the the description where like the cup of perpetual torment yeah. used to be in Petra oh and then God. it was lost 
and <gasps> rediscovered in the Holy Land, uh, yeah. then moved to England, and it's like all these far off locales, and now it's in Nevada. Yeah. And you're like, yes. And they're like, oh, we could drive there. That's convenient. Let's go. <laughs> and you're like, guys, again, the, spe- the specificity of this. Yeah. Yeah. So they get there, and you're like, you know, this show's been doing a really good job of not being too dark. <laughs> They've given up on that today. Yeah. Because it's dark as all hell. I did not have that much difficulty seeing anything. Which is good. Yeah. 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 Most of the fighting here is well lit enough yeah. to see what's going on. Once we get to the fighting, it's fine. Yeah. There's just a lot of like moving around in dark <laughs> passages before that. Yeah. <laughs> that and I not was like, like really saying anything. Yeah. So there's nothing really happening visually or audioly. No, it's no. Then you're like, what are we doing? <laughs> what am I watching? This is a television show. A television yes. Television <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, so Spike taunts Angel from a balcony above before running off. And then in the past, we see something that may have made Willie not so happy about Angelus. Right, so, you know, William's been out in a bed looking for Drew. Couldn't find her. That's all right. We'll go back to their, their cool house they're all staying in. And um, and he gets there and Angel's having his way with who Spike assumes to be the bride right. from the wedding. Turns out that it's not because no. it's Drew. It's super Drew. And she's like happy to see yeah. Spike. She's like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah. What's going on? And We're he's just like. having vampire sex. It's super evil. <laughs> He's like, (gasps) (laughs) destiny. Yeah. Yeah. And so Angel is taunting him about Mm -hmm. this whole idea of just like the laughability of him thinking that Drusilla is his destiny (laughs) and that like he somehow possesses her. Yeah. That he is owed anything as a vampire. Like uh, we're all evil now. Yeah. Uh, And like none of us give any fucks about anything. No. And it sort of seems like. I mean, okay, so William is, he's a poet at heart, right? So he's been made a vampire, but he's kind of a sissy vampire yeah. as far as vampires are concerned. And like in his mind, him and Drew are sort of like vampire Mary. Yeah, of course. Because she's his like it's vampire It's so romantic. Maker. Yes. Like 1800s romanticism with a capital R. It's such romanticism. It's like, oh, together in death for eternity. Yeah, his dark bride. <laughs> yeah. Instead, she's banging Angel and just like, yeah, n- cool with like, it. Not, like, she's like, whatever, yeah. cool, bang this guy, you you can be next, yeah. you know, no big deal. We're all friends here. Spike, yeah. come to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she yeah. like, she wants to be around him, maybe, who knows. And so it's interesting because Spike is really, really mad at Angel because of this and seems to harbor no ill will whatsoever towards Drusilla, who is entirely complicit in it. I think that says a lot about Spike's character. Yeah. Honestly. And his approach to women then and now. (laughs) True. True, true, true. I don't think he get. I don't think Spike gives women a lot of agency. No. Honestly, in his mind. And yeah. He's he's given Drusilla zero agency here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Angel took what's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and in the future, he'll be protecting Drusilla. He thinks that he's the only thing that can sort of keep her safe. And And then she's a vampire. (laughs) Then there's the inversion where he's now uh, in a wheelchair and (laughs) she's keeping him safe. And then Angelus shows up. It's the same thing happening again. And he's very angry and very pouty. Which is just great. Yeah. And like with this sort of like retcon context, 
that situation of Spike being in the wheelchair is so much worse for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's an interesting cut of these shows where, like, you get yeah. a bunch of the context out in front uh-huh. and then watch, like, Buffy in order. Yeah. And then you're giving things context that it didn't have at the time. But, like, there is a certain amount of, like, sort of retrospective context that the Definitely. writers can give to that because they know that it yeah, happens. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's all good times. Uh, we see the cup in the here and now. <laughs> And it is fancy as all hell. This vampire holy grail, I just... (laughs) It looks cheap up close. It does. When you get up close, like, the jewels are very clearly fake and just, like, hot glued on around this gold spray-painted chalice. That just happens to be in this beam Beam of of light. light. And you're like, guys, it's... It's not the real one. Like, they're laying it on so thick. So thick. Have you never seen that movie? Find the shitty cup. Yeah. Maybe there just isn't any cup because cahoots. Cahoots. Uh, yeah. And thus begins the fight. Wow. It's a good fight. <laughs> it's long and it's great. Angel and Spike are having a truly television fight. Mm-hmm. They're leaping all around the place <gasps> the because wires. they're vampires. Such wires. I loved it. No, it was great. It's really good. They're yeah. leaping everywhere. Hell yeah. They're hitting each other with rebar. They're yeah. using those as like staves or swords depending on their mood. I have to say that, like, the Foley work on that rebar. (laughs) The Foley work on the punches is questionable. (laughs) The rebar is like, shing, 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 shing. (laughs) And you're like, those are just metal sticks. Yeah. They're not making these noises. Don't think about the Foley. Just don't. No, just enjoy it. No, but like, it's a super fun fight. You're like, these two stuntmen are having a phenomenal time fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. They get to throw each other around into shit. And we're interspersing this with the right amount of dialogue. They've learned all these lessons by now. They know to cut in a bunch of dialogue so that each punch, there should be like two or three punches and then a bit of banter, basically. And you go back and forth. You throw in some wire work to spice it up. You throw in some new weapons, improvised or otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, and they managed to have this really deep conversation fight while they're having their physical fight. Man, do you remember like season one and two of Buffy yeah. when they didn't know to do this? They did not know how to do things. Yeah. And we had like Angel standing on top of Oz's car in a blood donate or oh, in the hospital. Yeah. That fight has stuck with me because it's really bad. It's so bad. It's really, really bad. Yeah. 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 But yeah, they're making some good points. Okay, no. Spike's making a lot of good points. Angel's making points that aren't as good, I think. Yeah. Because, yeah, Spike's here. He's basically saying that he is more worthy of this Mm -hmm. because of a lot of the things we've already talked about. This idea that he asked for a soul. He sought one out. And yeah, he was recently a hero while Angel is the head of Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. Yeah. And Angel fires back that the only reason Spike got a soul was for a girl. Spike, though, can fire back and be like, yeah, but I actually banged Buffy more than once. So many times. (laughs) (laughs) And she did seem to enjoy herself. Even though she was doing it for all the wrong reasons. I mean, Angel still doesn't want to hear it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, it is funny, though, how, like, they're going to... They have this whole episode about them saying, no, we're not the same. And then they're just still both these vampires with souls that love Buffy. Obsessed Buffy, Buffy. yeah. Obsessed with Buffy. You know? 
And you're like, not that that is the core of who they are, but it's like a big part of who they are. And again, they are dark reflections of each other, but I think the episode just illustrates how they are different. Yeah. And does that well. And why they might be different. I have a picture while Angel is taunting Spike Mm -hmm. with Drusilla that I've just called, how have they not gotten a new wig? It's a very good shout and a very good question. (sighs) They've had so long. And like the other weird thing about this is that... uh, The implication here is that Angel is dyeing his hair, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because his hair is very dark. Yeah. And this wig is like a light brown. And so Spike's got brown hair. And Spike is clearly bleaching his hair. hair. Like that's a whole thing about Spike. But this implies that Angel is also coloring his hair, right? (laughs) Yeah. Because his hair is naturally this brown nonsense. I wonder if his hair color changed when he got a soul. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. Oh, man. I mean, that would imply that it would change back when his soul got taken away, which happens constantly. <laughs> so, and that... Yeah, but never for that long. You know, no. he's got to grow more oh, hair out. true. Yeah. Mm, such a giveaway, though. <laughs> he's got his roots showing. <laughs> You're like, he's evil! Oh, <laughs> uh, it'd be delightful. Yeah. <laughs> he's super into that. <laughs> Through a bunch of this, Gunn is going crazy and choking Eve, and I'm like, yay, do it. And he, she, he gets knocked out before he can finish the job. I'm like, Whoa. why? When Fred, like, knocks him out, you're like, don't concuss Gun. Gun, He's yeah. so useful. And we he's just his strangling brain. Eve. Also, some weird things happened to his brain recently. Uh, Maybe hitting him over the head is not the best idea? Bad idea. Yeah. Uh. He seems mostly fine at the end, so... <laughs> That would be fine. And yeah, Eve is sad or something at one point in here and she's talking to Fred and I'm like, who cares? Get back to the fight. Yeah. You cut away from the fight (laughs) for this. They're trying really hard to make her a character is what's happening here. So they're trying to make her sympathetic in some way when she's like, I didn't ask for this with her sad little voice because she's Mm -hmm. been strangled. A lot, yeah. And like, you guys hate me and I didn't do anything to deserve it. And like Fred feels bad and they're like, come on, audience. Don't you care? And you're like, no. I, honest to God, thought that Eve would be a one and done character (laughs) in the first episode. I remember watching it and I mean, and I was confused because Lila had come back for right. perpetuity contract. And uh, you're like, there's perpetuity no Lila. Clause. And I'm like, no Lila, but perpetuity. Mm-hmm. And then Eve's here. And I'm like, okay, sure. They're getting set up in the office. They need a one and done character yeah. to set that up. And then she keeps coming back. Yeah. And it just makes zero sense. And the more times she comes back, the more times you're like, this could be Lila. Right. Right. And then we get here and this is why it's not Lila, I think is the only explanation because it wouldn't make sense at this point for it to be Lila. Sure. With the cahoots reveal that we're getting at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else about the the fight as we wrap this up? Had a great time. Had a great time. So... The fight ends with Spike not choosing to stake Angel. He claims it's because he doesn't want to have to hear Buffy complain about it. (laughs) She'd be mad. Yeah, she would. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. 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 He's also got some personal feelings, blah, blah, blah. He gets to the cup, drinks of it, and there's actually a really, really good character bit just before he's doing that. He picks Mm -hmm. up the cup, he's got it to his lips, and Angel's like, no, do you want to do this because you actually want to make a sacrifice? Yeah. This is the cup of eternal torment. (laughs) Or do you just want to get one over on me? And Spike says, very honestly, a bit of both. (laughs) And he 100% means that. Yeah. 
Uh, I love Angel trying to pull the like, you don't know what it really means to be tortured. I'm the king of that. <laughs> so like, trust me, man, you don't want to drink out of that cup. Yeah. And yeah, Spike's like, whatever, fuck you. I'm <laughs> fuck drinking you. it. <laughs> yeah. Turns out fake cup. It's filled with Mountain Dew. Which is pretty funny. It is. I've, uh, my note about this is that I really enjoyed Spike's delivery. Hey. Oh, that's a pun. Because, yeah, when he's just like, it's, and he's he's sort of taken aback. Mountain Dew. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> they probably sat around being like, what's the silliest what's thing? What's the funniest thing that we, we can, can put, put in, in this? We can put in the cup. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. Back to the Wolfram and Hart office. Rutherford Cirque is gone. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I'm like, boo fucking who, take Eve with you while you're at it. Now, I will say, the one thing I liked about Rutherford Cirque was the level of sassiness. Oh, yeah. Like, his sass levels were off the charts. I don't dislike anything about the way that the actor played Rutherford yeah. Cirque, nor about how he was written moment to moment, but the fact that he's in precisely two episodes. Oh, it's insane. And yeah. it's the last episode of season four, and this one is so completely insane. Like, put him in episode four of this season, and in episode eight. Like, yeah. give us a chance to remember who yes. he is. In fact, I think you have to do it earlier than that. Because people have had an entire summer yeah. where they don't remember who the fuck Rutherford Circus. You need to put the books and Rutherford Cirque in episode yeah. one. Yeah. Maybe in the one Yeah. You know, someone who talks to Wes. You don't put him in these two episodes. This is crazy. This is a crazy spot to put him. And like, people don't remember. There, there's no way that people no. are like, oh, it's that guy yeah. from that one time that he showed Re like Wes the books. 30 seconds at most. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit more than that, but still. Not, not enough. Everything gets resolved temporarily as the senior partners step in and stabilize the universal equilibrium temporarily yeah <laughs> it's all such a load of bullshit and they're like it makes a lot of sense yeah eve's telling us the truth that, that all seems reasonable she's yes definitely in zero cahoots with rutherford cirque on the up and up up and up up and up and up <laughs> Uh, so I hate everything about that line. I do like yeah. that it's completely false. But like, it's it's a weird thing to do for your episode is to give it this many plot holes and then explain them away at the end of the episode. Being like, cahoots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a bit weird. Well, and maybe the thing is they want the audience to be like, this all seems yeah, fishy. This, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I guess. But then doesn't that just make it worse that the characters all buy into it? Exactly. Yeah. None of them notice. Right. And so Angel's pretty torn up about this whole cup thing. Yeah, he lost the fight. So even though he the cup was meaningless, turns out, mm -hmm. uh, which they, they've at least figured that part out because they know that Rutherford Cirque was pulling yeah. one over on them. For, but they don't understand why. Like, wouldn't they want... It doesn't matter. Right, and like he's never lost to Spike before and he's sh shook. He is shook because all of a sudden he's like, Spike wanted it more than me. He was stronger and faster and better than me and he got to the cup before me. This is actually an interesting mirror of the scenario from last episode where a major character has found out that they did something right. or failed to do something mm -hmm. and ultimately it doesn't matter but it's the fact that they thought yeah. it was real yeah. that matters yeah right because it's it was Wes last episode <laughs> yeah, shooting his angel. dad now it's Angel with this cup yeah. yeah yeah, right and like I mean Angel and Spike are fighting Spike has all the good points Spike's the one getting shit on in the flashbacks and you're like man I hope Spike gets to the cup yeah. and then he does and the show and Angel are both like huh <laughs> 
seems like maybe Spike is better at this whole hero thing than Angel is. Uh, and we end with what a cap on this episode, Michaela. Oh boy. Okay, I I'm gonna describe this by myself. Oh, I think I'm, I'm uniquely excited. positioned to do so. Yeah. Eve goes back to her place. Mm. Oh no, she's working against the main cast this whole time. Who could have guessed? Yeah. She climbs into bed with a tattooed fuckwad <laughs> that I'm going to call Chad. <laughs> Because he looks like a Chad. Maybe a Chaz, even. Really? Chaz? Okay. Now, Michaela, this is even more exciting because you've got another picture. Uh And it's called The PowerPoint Was Worth It Part 2. Yeah. Now, before the episode, I was looking over things. Sure. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to look at some pictures. I saw this and I was like, The PowerPoint Was Worth It Part 2. Okay. It's either about Eve or Chaz. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, pretty sure it's not about Eve. Uh Uh-huh. So I went back Uh to the PowerPoint Uh and I looked through it all. (laughs) And then I was like, there was no one in that. (laughs) And then I went through it backwards. (laughs) And I shit you not, I looked up whether or not this was Jeremy Renner. Oh, so funny. (laughs) Is this Lindsay? Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'll grant you, he looks a lot different because it's been like five years. Yeah. Right? Since that PowerPoint picture. Yeah. Sounds like from the first episode. He's actually making almost the exact same face. And he's got the same fucking hair. Has his hair changed? I don't think it has. I think Christian Kane's got the same hair happening. I just want you to know that I had to go through the PowerPoint presentation. Two times. Two times. Doesn't matter. It it existed. It was worth it. (laughs) I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. I'm just saying I had to go through it two times and I had a best guess. Sorry, after I looked it up and made sure it wasn't Jeremy Renner. I do like it when we do these in-person podcasts and I can see your face when you're trying to appease me and it, <laughs> the look on your face is like you think I'm going to leap across and claw <laughs> you if I am not appeased. Yeah. <laughs> like some sort of cat. Okay, actually, I want you to see how similar these pictures okay, yeah, are. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's making the same face. Oh, his hair is not the same. Okay, his hair is the same, I think, as maybe when he left. He's got super short hair here. It's so the same it's face, so though. It's so the same face. God. I mean, it's dark. It's it's a lot of things. And yeah, so, I mean, this happens. Eve gets into bed with Lindsay, and Stu's like, am I supposed to know who that is? Same. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Dave has no fucking clue. No. So that was one of the reasons that I even have this picture. Because I'm Thank like, you. we need to talk about the fact that you don't know that it's Lindsay. And that everyone else is like, oh, Lindsay's back. But he's got spooky tattoos now. And he doesn't have a demon hand? Did that guy... Right. Did they get fixed in so, the show? This is actually what I was looking up uh, before we started. So, because I was, I was wondering, like, what happens at the end of the last episode? Because I remember about Lindsay. He was working for Wolfman yep. Hart with Lila. Yep. Lost a hand. Yep. Demon hand. Yep. Gone. Yeah. So the last episode that he appears in is the one where he gets his evil hand. It's like it's trying. To, it's not a demon hand. It's a hand, no, like a person hand. Oh, person. But it's hand. evil. Okay. It's trying to like kill him. Right. <laughs> like yeah, his own hand is trying to like, and do yep. other bad things. Mm-hmm. It has a mind of it. Own, basically touch him in bad places sure <laughs> uh, so basically like he gets this hand and then him and angel find out that the hand basically came from a wolferman heart facility that specializes in unwilling transplant donors nice so the reason the hand is angry is partially because they took it from a person who like really didn't want to give it up that person's still alive oh and like being kept in a spooky some sort of like tube with liquid in it you know that kind of like they, they 
yeah, it's a, did a similar thing yeah. with the the Reaper, whatever his name was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, basically, that's Lindsay being like, okay, I'm fed up with this shit. So him and Angel destroy the spooky facility. Oh. Um, like, they work together, mm-hmm. which is something that they've never done before. They Like, they save the people that they can... But then because like they have to end up killing the person who the hand came from and then it's not evil anymore. And then at that point, Lindsay's basically just like fed up with his shit. Right. <laughs> He's like, this is enough. <laughs> you gave me a hand that tried to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and like, you know, he, he burns it all down. He like gives the promotion he was going to get to Lila, which she's like, great. <laughs> And leaves and like before he goes, him and Angel are like, okay, you know, we're done. We're cool. It's fine. And Lindsay like warns him about something that's going to happen. And he, he leaves like on good terms. Hmm. Now he's back with these spooky tattoos happening. I don't know if you noticed, but the room they were in was also covered in spooky symbols. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Like every wall. It was very dark and it was hard to tell and they never like mm. super showed it. But yeah, the whole room was covered in symbols that are like similar to the ones he's got all over himself. Oh, I love this. Lindsay left Los Angeles and went on a soul-searching trip, including, amongst other places, Nepal. (laughs) Uh, Well, Lindsay is back. Yeah. I don't have to call him Chaz anymore. No, his name's Lindsay. Okay, he's got a tat- Or, sorry, he's got all these tattoos. Yeah. And he's got this earring. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's got this hair. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's got this fucking facial hair. (laughs) Like, this is a Chaz. I understand. I understand. This is Chaz as fuck. Why you saw this guy. Oh, man. This episode makes no sense, too. Like, this big reveal just is, it's nothing. It's nothing. If you're like, okay, Eve is in cahoots with Rutherford Cirque and Chaz, but you're like, what do I know about Chaz? Nothing except he's kind of spooky. But it's Lindsay. <laughs> so then it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Is it like, uh? I, it's weird. Honestly, it's pretty weird that he's here. And I don't really remember if it is like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's not really like, uh. It's more like, uh? It's definitely more of a reveal. It is. When you know it's Lindsay. <laughs> In episode eight, I'm glad that we've got like That's plot, some plot. Man. Yeah. That's plot. We got, we got plot that I can see and I can think about. Right? It only took us eight episodes. Which is not bad. Sure. Yeah. Because the implication really is, yeah, Lindsay and Eve maybe sent the amulet Yep. Sent this flashy box, did something to cause all of these like harbingers to occur right. and then also stop mm-hmm. and also somehow managed to like cut them off from the senior partners, Yeah, which that seems insane. That's very powerful. To like... The white room was gone. Howling abyss. Well, and maybe that's just like a glamour because mm. really all you're doing is tricking gun at that point. That's true. Who is a lawyer, but not a magician. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah. Lindsay's back. Yep. All right. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> PowerPoint was worth it. <laughs> it was Woo! so technically worth it. I love technically it. Technically worth it. Technically worth it. Okay. That's our episode, Michaela. Yeah. Do you like that episode? I had a great time. Yeah? yeah. I very much like it, except for the parts that Eve was in. Sure. And my God, there are a lot of them. It's it's problematic, right? When I remember what happens in the episode, I'm only remembering the Spike and Angel parts. And I'm like, woo! That's already started happening yeah. to me. But I know for a fact yeah, that when true. I was in this episode, I was like, my God, there's a lot of Eve. Yeah. And I was just like looking away. I was, I didn't care. I wasn't taking notes. So my hope is that now that it's been revealed to the audience, at least, that Eve is in cahoots with Lindsay, that Lindsay will be more the focus Mm -hmm. and Eve will just be sort of like a secondary character to Lindsay. I would love for that to happen. Fingers crossed, honestly. Because yeah, it just, and like not anything against the actress because I don't think it's her fault. I don't know. At this point, 
I think it's a bad performance. So it just falls so flat. Like part of that is not having chemistry with anyone. Anyone. (laughs) At all, which is rough. Yeah. And like, if you don't have chemistry, you can't really fake it. But uh, yeah, like nothing comes across as being I'm not saying the actress is a bad person. I'm not saying she's not good in other things. Could be. I don't like her in this. No. Really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a quick rose and a thorn for this episode? I'll go first. Cool, cool, and cool. say that my rose is probably just Drew. Mm. <laughs> you know? Like, the angel spike fight is great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It, it's wonderful. It takes, like, 20 minutes. It's super great. But having Drew back for an episode, and she's her delightful self. She's just so good. And, like, for being this character whose main character trait is that she's crazy, she just walks such a fine line of, like, not taking it too far. Yeah. And just being so intensely Drusilla. And, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is that that means oh it's so good and i mean in a way i sort of miss darla the the darla drusilla dynamic is fun too mm. because darla is a lot more like angelus right yeah and you know drusilla's there being like grandmother <laughs> and then i'm sure darla's like the straight man too yeah and Dar- drusilla darla's just time. like doesn't want to put up with her shit yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and so that's very fun too yeah yeah, I'm tempted to just just pick that fight. Is that too easy? No, that's fine. Like, I just... I really I really like that they've got Spike in this show and that they're giving him so much better stuff to do. A lot better stuff to do. You're like, man, I like this character. <laughs> He's neat. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. It erases a lot of the crimes of the past. It really does. Yep. It really does. Like letting him, I mean, basically poke Angel and annoy him and then beat the shit out and of Angel. And now he's corporeal again. And I'm so excited yeah. that he's corporeal. Uh, question. Uh, when we started this episode, I was going to call it the one where Spike and Angel beat each other's meat. <laughs> <laughs> allow it. Okay. Because like they beat each other up. It's a little... Mm, no, I'll fully allow that. Fully allow? Yeah. Okay, cool. Good. Definitely. Good. Thorn? <laughs> Lorne. Oh, and the lack of him. Yeah. And Rutherford Cirque. I <laughs> felt the need to add in. And then, you know what? I, I was going crazy. <laughs> crazy. Also Eve. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Eve is just in this episode a lot. Yeah, and she I is. don't like it. She is. I'd like to add the wig. <laughs> the wig, yes, to the shame pile. Shame. Like, you know, James Marster's also wearing a wig. But it's fine. It's fine. You know what Drusilla's probably got in her head? A, a wig. wig. Or like hair extensions. Something. God knows those curls There's aren't what lot. she just fucking goes around with She's all day. She's got a lot of hair. There's no way she has that. Most people don't have that much hair, yeah. right? She's wearing a fucking wig. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone Angels else. is terrible. <laughs> and he's, Angelus has never had a good no, wig. But it's consistent consistently bad which is so weird at like a certain point you're like guys just it's a pretend. joke at this point right right like it's an on-set joke that he can't have a good wig and like they're pulling it out and they're they're spooking david boreanaz <laughs> with it and they're like guess who i am and he's like no the wig the of wig. christmas past <laughs> I just had to wear it a lot of times, lot too. Of times, yeah. I will give props to him for having worked on his Irish accent. Yes. Because he has. He has. He has. It's still silly, <laughs> but he's worked on it. Good it's very you. silly. Michaela, I think it's my turn for teaks. <gasps> should we find out who won the episode? We should. Okay. Yeah. Michaela, who won this episode? Spike? Yeah. Spike by oh a long shot. Oh my god, by a long shot. Yeah. He gets to be corporeal, drink some blood, have a medium amount of sex. Yeah, I was going to say aborted <laughs> sex with <laughs> harmony. Yeah. 
a medium amount. That's more medium than amount, yeah. he's been having for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Um, beats Angel up, beats Angel to the cup. Yeah. It's been a great day for Spike. Man, when they both arrive back at the Wolferman Heart office <laughs> and Fred's like, my God, Angel, what happened to you? Fell down stairs. <laughs> a lot of stairs. <laughs> Honestly, when they allow David Boreanaz to have comedic lines, like, he can deliver yeah. it. And it drives me crazy. That, that they think he should be shoehorned into this broody character. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, Angelus is funny. Yes. He Because he's, and he's an asshole, but he all works <laughs> funny. He's a fun guy. And you're just like, look what he can do. <laughs> Best outfit from the episode. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, of course. It always gets better. I mean, it has to stop someday, right? What's the... There's a peak. There has to be a peak. But he just waltzes out of the episode so quickly. I know. So transparently, too. When he's like, hey, boss, if you don't mind, I'm going to go hole up in my office. And you're like... And Angel's like, no, go talk to Fred first. And you're like, maybe we'll get to see... No. Don't. We don't. We don't. Michaela. Yeah. There's a Teats <gasps> review for this episode. I mean, this is partially a very fun episode, so I get it. This is like a nine and a half out of ten on IMDb. This is a great, great time, man. It's a good time. Everyone remembers the Angel and Spike parts. I guarantee you no one remembers that Eve is even in this episode. No, no. I'd be surprised if Teek, Teeks even uses the word Eve. <laughs> we'll see. I would also be surprised. All right, what do you think Taylor Kingston has titled this review? The one where Spike beats Angel to the cup. No, earlier. Okay. The one where Angel has sex with Drusilla? <laughs> the one where Spike becomes corporeal again. Okay, I mean... Like, far earlier. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't so make early. it clear. <laughs> I have not read this review yet. Oh, good. Let's dive in. Yes. I love this episode so much. It gets Spike back to being a real undead boy. Oh. Basically verbatim what yep, we said. Verbatim. Yep. Same joke. Yep. Oh, I, that really makes me question our joking <laughs> skills. But that's fine. Move on. In this episode, Spike receives a package in the mail. Kind of weird. He's a ghost. Anyway, so he opens the package and all it did was make a flash of light. Spike then goes to see Angel and tries to walk through the door. But instead, he hits it and falls over. The flashy box made him corporeal again. Yay! Finally, he's not Gothruy anymore, which is a fantastic <laughs> adjective. It's a very buffy sort of mm, thing yes. to say, honestly. The rest of the episode focuses on everyone trying to figure out how the flashy box made him corporeal and who sent it to him in the first place. What? <laughs> Destiny! And it's about how William thinks Drew is his destiny, but now he's got a new destiny because Angel shit all over cup. his old destiny! <laughs> they don't even give a fuck where the box came from! Never changed. When I saw how short this review was and how far through it we were when we were saying he's not go throughy anymore. Yo, when you were like describing the steps that it took Spike to realize, I was like, oh no. This is going to be so this long. Is mo no, I was like, is this most of the review? Oh. And then it was, but then the rest of the review just focused on things that didn't happen. <laughs> Takes. Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Insane. Insane. It's pure insanity. Teeks hasn't... Oh, the next episode is going to be Teeks talking about this, this fucking fight or yeah. something. Be like, in this episode, Angel and Spike are looking for a cup. Didn't mention <laughs> Lindsay at all. I would strongly suspect that Teeks has no idea who Lindsay is. Oh, that yeah, fair. Because I don't know that Teeks has watched Angel as many times yep. as Buffy. Yep. And like Teeks got some pretty glaring things wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
no cup, no Rutherford Cirque, definitely no Eve. Eve, no. It's so, there's the cahoots. No fight? Like, the cahoots are a big part of this. And They're the fight. a huge part of it. That, that's like a long fight. There's a lot of fight. It's a lot of fighting. <laughs> oh, good lord. Never change. Okay, Michaela, that's this episode. What's happening next time? The next episode is called Harm's Way. <gasps> it's about harmony. Yeah. <laughs> it's strongly about harmony. We have not had a real harmony focused episode basically ever. Basically ever. The last one that we had, I would argue, is where she leaves Spike, mm-hmm. tries to set a bunch of his stuff on fire, and fights Xander in a hair pulling contest. Uh, I think that might be two different episodes. Probably. Because there's the one where she gets a gang. Oh, yeah. That that's... one's fun. Actually, that's the Gem that's of Amara. Later. That's a Gem of Amara one, isn't it? Is it? Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, is it? No, no, that might be later. Mm. Getting very confused. Who remembers? Who? But yeah, I don't know that we've ever had like an actual episode that is about harmony. My recollection is that this one is pretty about harmony. It's called <laughs> Harm's Way for a reason. Yeah. The um, I'm gonna try to see if the IMDb <laughs> Harmony is having trouble adjusting to working for Angel. The other employees at Wolfram and Hart ignore her, and she's feeling depressed about her life. That's sad. Oh. After a night out with Fred, though, Harm's troubles are about to get a lot more serious. See, this this sounds depressing, obviously, but it won't I am be. very much imagining that it won't be yeah and it'll be a lot of fun and it's gonna yeah harmony's gonna be sad for a bunch of it but like in that harmony way that is fun to watch yeah because she's not she's sad but like she's also not sad at the same time she's just so chipper about everything she's really chipper and i mean blondie bear's back in the mix which again is maybe not great for her self-esteem no in the long term no, no. definitely not. Def- short term sure but like tomorrow no <laughs> to wrap this episode up because i forgot earlier oh let's do a quotable note Message for you, sir. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Don't quote me. Write that in your copybook now. Oh, yeah. The only thing I got, and it's actually pretty angel specific, and it is this that what I want from the end of this season, I don't care what plot stuff happens. I just want there to be a scenario where the rest of the gang gangs up on Angel and he threatens to kick them out of Wolfram and Hart, (laughs) and they instead turn the tables. Kick him out of Wolfram and Hart, and then he goes to a different law, law office yes. and kicks Steals out boy- those lawyers stealing the office. Oh, we can only hope. I don't. I thought of that, and I was just like, "Oh, that'd be so can good." Can you oh, imagine? Be so good. <laughs> If that happens. It's obviously not going to happen, <laughs> but God, that'd be fun. I wish. I yeah. do wish. Uh, all right. Uh, That's it from us here then, I think. Yeah. Uh, the pictures are up on Facebook. This episode's up on SoundCloud and in all the places that you normally get your podcasts. And until next time. See, see you, you later, later, LA Gator. Gator. Welcome to the Hell no. Hell no. Hell no.